tell you, say, I love you. Well, well. You mean now? Yes, now. You don't know. Hey, now I love this one, you know. Come, come, come. Come, come, come. I beg you, leave me, Joe. Okay, come now, make a drop. fellow foolish people, my fellow uninformed people, welcome to another amazing but boring episode of The Pod Doctor with yours truly, The Pod Doctor himself. It has been a full week of activities with the coronavirus making its world tour around all the continents and I hope you people are doing the right thing to stay safe. Not that I care, but if anything happens to you, my patient, I will be out of a job. So, please, wash your hands after you have scratched your prick. Don't scratch your prick and start smelling it or licking it like a caveman. And for ladies, don't use men's water to cook for anybody until the virus is done with the store of China. So, without wasting time, Let's dive into your relationship trials and sex tribulations this week. So first question the poor doctor received came from my nun. And it says, Dear Doc, I am unsatisfied with my sex life. My girlfriend is very lazy in bed, and when I suggest we do something different from just missionary position, she tells me she's not a gymnast or a punster. Doc, I am sexually adventurous, and she knows this, but she does not seem to care for my sexual welfare. Truth is, I am considering cheating on her. I just need your advice before I take the wrong steps. <laughs> Foolish people. It surprises me when you people worry about the wrong things. Trust me when I tell you, no woman is lazy in bed. Women were created with the strength of a thousand Samsons. So, the truth is, she's just lazy in bed with you, and there are only two reasons why a woman can do this. Number one. Your monthly allowance to her is 5k or less. How can you want a woman to be sexually adventurous with you on top 5k? That you send her every month with a text saying, eh, I love you boo but manage this one, let's grow together. Go together, kill you there. Imagine wanting the poor girl to hang leg on the wall for you because of 5k. Risk her life doing wheelbarrow and shit because of 2k recharge card that you send her on Sunday after you chop her 10k pot of stew. Let me say God forbid on her behalf. God forbid. Number two, she knows that your idea of being sexually adventurous is to tell her, babe, oh yeah, let's have sex in the shower and you stay in the face mess slap your apartment. Do you have shower? Where is your shower? You guys used to store to cover the door when you want to bath. Again, God forbid on her behalf. The third reason is that she's saving her strength for the other person in her life who is our Lord and personal savior, but not Jesus. No, that person is the one that saves her from the 5k that you send every month because the person adds something to it. So you send 5k, her Lord and personal savior adds 50k on top and you want her to be doing cutaway for you. No, she cannot do for you. The difference between you and that person is that person has work and you don't. Or that person can afford to take her to Coastone and you, you'll be buying fresh yogurt, sitting there every day and be calling it ice cream. Mm, babe, this is our favorite. Nonsense. See, my brother, go and hustle and hammer and then come back and tell her to back like a dog. She will do it. If you cheat on her, it will be the best testimony of her life because she will see it as God will not bad energy from her. Remember that song from Whiskey? Bad energy far away, you will be the one. So, young man, remember that sexual adventure is not by hanging leg and penis up and down. Sexual adventure is to have money. Have money and stop looking for female Indiana Jones in the bedroom. Plenty words are enough for the foolish. Second question the pod doctor received, and it reads, Dear Doc, I just discovered that my husband has a side chick. I assessed his phone when he was sleeping, and some messages from her to him, with receipts of plenty of money is sent to her. I am really hot, Doc. I have given all my life to this man, and he promised to stay true to me. Please advise me. Should I leave him? Because I remember that I was a side chick to his former girlfriend before we got married, and he told me that he left her because of me. Is this history repeating itself? What do I do? <laughs> Foolish people, my dear sister, as a former side chick yourself, remember the struggles and trials you went through. Remember how tough it was sneaking about with him, trying to avoid his then-girlfriend finding out. Yes. Remember all of that and imagine what this new side chick would be going through and empathize. The problem is not that your husband is a big idiot, because he is. The problem is that you side chick people do not have solidarity and that is why feminism is failing. So, here's what you should do. 
allow the idiot that you call your husband to continue fooling himself. Contact the side chick and start mentoring her. You already have years of experience, so you can give her advice and give her the format to be with your husband, so you can be like her agent and be getting your percentage. This way, the idiot will be dashing his new side chick money, and you'll be enjoying your life with one small, fine bubble. Apparently, your husband is the land flowing with milk and honey, and you can't run away from the promised land. You're not a fool. Don't just be the wife. Be the side chick's mentor and agent, and enjoy boundless blessings from the pockets of your idiot husband. Like I say, plenty words are enough for the foolish. Last question for the week, and this one came in just a few minutes ago, and it reads, Dear Doc, I enjoy your show, keep it up, but I have one short question, how long should sex be? Two minutes, ten minutes, or one hour? <laughs> Foolish people, first off, thank you for enjoying my show, and whatever sexually transmitted disease you have will be healed in Jesus' name. Now, for your question, your question is not short at all, it is very long. The timing of sex is as the spirit leads, that's why I recommend prayer before the act. If you can pray before you eat, I see no reason why you cannot pray and commit the act into God's hands either so you can guide you people towards perfect sex. Sometimes, with guidance, you can go for five minutes. But that one is like Wednesday Bible study prayer, sure. You know they too long like that. But you see Friday night video, <laughs> that one is the ultimate. At least, at least two hours. And if both of you are not speaking in tongues at the end of the encounter, then you have not done anything. So, my brother, my sister, or my fried pan sexual people, the duration of sex is as the spirit leads. But the duration of great sex is as the bank account leads. Take heed. Plenty words are enough for the foolish. So, that brings to end another amazing but boring episode of The Pod Doctor. As always, I hope in my wisdom, your foolishness has been reduced. I am here to answer all your questions about sex and relationship, and I know you enjoyed the show, even though you would like to pretend that you don't. Anyways, I wish you a corona-free week until we meet again, where I, The Pod Doctor, in my infinite wisdom, can come and answer all your questions and concerns and help your life, because that's what God asked me to do in my free time. So, bye for now, and don't watch porn. You, you, you see Ah, you miss, you miss. That one, the rule is like that. Come on, come on, put that down. It makes sense, die. That's why I don't Ah, come on, they you up, and they try, they try. Ah, hold on, hold on, you see, you see.